You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Everybody and welcome to episode 104 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. My name is Veronica, and I'm here. It's actually sunny today on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria, and of course with our executive director, Mr. Brent Edwards, who's all the way back from our global convention in Singapore. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Hi, everyone. Great to be back again. Yeah, it was a great time in Singapore, and. Um, a bit warmer than it was when we got back to Melbourne, which was a bit of a shock coming back from 30 degrees to 14 at that time of year. But <laughs> I've re-acclimatised and hopefully the weather's here. Weather here is getting a little bit uh, a little bit better. So, um, yeah, back in Australia, all pumped up from the conference, had some great learnings from there. Large contingent. And if you haven't listened to episode 103, I, I interviewed some of the members that were over there as well. Um, large contingent from Australia there. I think about 56 people. Amazing. Uh, and directors. So um, we had a uh, we had a good time. We had a get-together there with everyone there, and the place was a, a full house. We had to take over the restaurant and the hotel to get everyone there to, uh, to introduce everyone uh, to each other. But um, every member I spoke to really enjoyed the experience going over there. So it was a great time. So I want to ask you, uh, we know what we're going to see when we go over there, although we haven't really experienced, we can only kind of guess it's going to be a great networking opportunity. But what did people miss out on by not being there? What do you think people miss out on by not taking the opportunity to go to national conference or global conference? Yeah, well, there's a lot of opportunities in, in, in different ways and it depends where your business is located. So if your business is only doing locally, the opportunities there of listening to world-class speakers, getting tips and ideas. A lot of people have the misconception that they're going to get B&I drummed into them there, which is really not the case. Um, yeah, most of B&I stuff is, is saved for the director days. Um, but during the um, during the member days, there's um, there's some world-class speakers that are really um, inspirational to help you with your business. Uh, if, you're wanna, if you want to connect with businesses from around the world, you have the opportunity to do that. And uh, there was so many vendors there with trade stalls outside where you could uh, see them and connect with them. Uh, you know, and even possibly even do business or they'd offer you solutions for things you needed as well. Um, the connections you make dealing internationally, um, our interviews in episode 103, you know, some people signed deals while they were over there. Um, wow. thing with people which were which was amazing so yeah a lot of people think oh yeah I'm a I'm a local you know local business person what's it going to do for me um it's just a great experience it's a great experience and um and there's some really inspirational content um being a part of it and a lot of people like B and I begins and ends in their outside their chapter door um and you know we've got you know th- over 300,000 members worldwide in 10,000 chapters. So, you know, it's it's connecting with those people and just seeing what's outside there is just a, it's a real eye opener. 
It's funny, isn't it? Because I actually went to national conference. I was very jealous of, um, of everyone who went to global conference. But the one thing that I love it, love about it, is networking with people that are different to me. Like, so you're in your own little bubble in your own world, in your own industry, and in the way you do business. And you go over and you're dealing with people who might be traveling interstate or internationally all the time. They've got different ways of managing their diary. They've got different ways of holding themselves in meetings. They've got different cultural things that they do in terms of the way that they um, communicate with each other. They're things that I couldn't be exposed to if I stay in my own, you know. Yeah business bubble so that's what I feel like I missed out on going over there being in and around all these people that made the decision to say yes and they didn't know how they were going to do it but they just found a way to make their way to global conference yeah well the next opportunity is in Perth in in April to next April to connect with uh from people around this particular country um you know if you don't want to sort of go overseas and get into that um just going to a a national conference uh, can connect you with people here you can actually possibly do business with and, and make those connections. Yeah. And if you do want to go to uh, an overseas destination, where's the next one? Madrid. Madrid. Madrid early yeah, so Madrid in early November. So look out for the official launch of that coming up. Um, so that should be interesting. Part yeah. of the world I haven't been to uh, as yet. So um, that's the great thing about what we do in B&I. We get to uh, we get to go to parts of the world we haven't been to now and um, and actually claim it as a tax deduction. And our uh, travel agent and our chapter already is starting to put deals together for uh, Madrid in November 2023. So if you're a travel agent in a B&I chapter, it's a great opportunity to start putting something together, keep an eye out because no doubt there's going to be lots of members who are hoping to get over there and have a great time. Um, but today we've got another great uh, guest on our show, so I'll let you do the introductions. I can't wait to hear. Well, we've actually been trying to connect with Trudy because she's been travelling around the world as well. And today we have Trudy Yip from her business is called Numeric 8, Numeric 8, I think I've um, I'll. You can correct me on that, Trudy. <laughs> You've listened to the podcast enough to see me butcher the English language. So, um, and uh, and Trudy's a bookkeeper in her chapter. She's from BNI Presidential in New South Wales, and she is a fourteen-year founding member of that chapter. And B, wow. Trudy was in Singapore as well. So, yay! Maybe I'll be quiz her about that. Being a bookkeeper going there, what she got out of it as well. So, welcome, Trudy Yip, to Being I the Australian Story podcast. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. And I was just listening to what did you get out of that global convention? And I'm going to say, I managed to finally meet Brent face to face. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you took time to Singapore. There you go. You didn't have to go to Singapore to do that. You could have come to Melbourne. I know. Take a seven-hour flight <laughs> instead of an hour flight, right? Just to meet someone. Oh, that's exciting. But um, no, the, I have to say that BNI convention. I've gone back to my chapter this week and said, guys, what do we need to do to to get us all over to Madrid next year? Because it's um. Uh, you know, you just mentioned there, Bran, about a bookkeeper um, that does normally business locally, but what did I get out of the convention? And I have to say the keynote speakers were amazing, like absolutely inspiring. Um, and it rejuvenates your um, motivation, your why you're doing what you're doing. Um, it gets you out of your regular day-to-day -day routine to think about 
the reason why you're in business and the things that you can actually do better in business and to have that fresh um, outlook on what you're doing and come back and go again, you know. So yeah, Absolutely. Oh, I I agree. And one of the things I like about those things, you, you can sit there li listening to a speaker and no matter what they are talking about, whether it, the whole thing may not suit you, but you may be able to cherry pick mm -hmm. things out of that and you think, oh, that's an inspiration. That's a good idea. I'll use that. I'll make a note of that. And that's something I can, that will benefit me changing my business that I probably hadn't thought of before. And yeah. that's why I found the real the real benefit of, of going across there. Would you agree, Trudy? Yeah, totally. I think the also the other the other thing that was quite moving, and I don't know if it, if you felt the same, Brent, but um, you know, the first it's the first convention after you know the horrid COVID business, and um, to have seventy six flags come in on that first day, you know, seventy six countries were represented at BNI, and that was quite moving. You had the people, the flag bearers, walking in, and they all lined up, and it was that was the most incredible piece. I just thought that, you know, being united. So yeah, yeah, and that's, a, that's something BNI has done traditionally at conventions, and I can see V V's getting a whole lot of FOMO here. Um, <laughs> yeah, just... thanks a lot to both of you. I'm going now. <laughs> I actually, when I, uh, the first global convention I watched was online and I didn't get a chance because I was actually at another convention in Queensland at the same time. But I agree with you, Trudy. When I saw that, I'm like, my first thought was, oh, my God, I'm part of something huge. Mm. Like, you don't quite understand it. I can only imagine what it was like being in the room. Yes. What I it via, um, you know, virtually 2021, Mm -hmm. It might have been 2020. I can't remember that. Just a big one, big blur. Um, I just remember thinking, I am part of something massive. Mm. The tiny me, I'm part of something massive, and just that sense of pride. Um, yeah. And that might be another podcast for us to have. You know, why do, why we all need to have that sense of pride in our in our chapters. But anyway, back to you, Brent, because you know that I'll start talking the leg off a chair. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> okay, but it goes back to like a bit of a our catchphrase we're using in our region at the moment to be a part of something bigger. Because in BNI, you are a part of something bigger than than your local um, fly by night, you know, business yeah. group or whatever. We yeah. are part of something absolutely huge. Well, I was going to say, bring on those cross chapter referrals. Do you make? Do you remember back in the old days where um, each chapter used to just. Uh, keep all those referrals within their own chapter. And, you know, God forbid if you gave a cross-chapter referral, it was like, oh, where's your loyalty? Yeah, yeah. and then you couldn't, there was no record of it. You couldn't no. tell it. it was just hearsay. Yeah. It's just I've given a cross-chapter referral and you go, well, we really can't. There's no record of this, but even, and some people might not even know this and probably we're, we're um, digressing a bit because we haven't even got into the interview yet, but some people may not even know this, but you'll know this if you're a VP. If someone gives a cross-chapter referral through the system, the VP can actually have a look on the uh, the slips audit sheet to find out where that actually went. And if they wanted to check if it was fair income, they could. They could contact that member in another chapter. So yeah. just keep that in mind, everyone. <laughs> just a question, Brent. Cross-country cross referral. Can we put that into BNI Connect? I believe so, yes. Yes, you can. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I do think the slips on, a little bit, on, but I do I love think, 
now I have to correct that. I think all chapters have got that turned. All all areas have got that turned on because it, at early on when it started, it was only countrywide. But I think it's been turned on a bit more around the world. But yeah. I, so if you remember, you still only sure you can. You're only referring to people in your chapter. It's not a matter of disloyalty. It's about finding other things that are being offered outside your chapter, meeting people who could come and be a sub for you one day, forming other relationships and bringing more work into your chapter for all of the members that are in your chapter. So anyway, sorry, Brent, here well, we that's go. The thing. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. We, we'd prefer you to deal with in the B&I world yeah. than, than find an outside supplier. And same goes the other way. Like if you're in a profession that's not represented in someone else's chapter, wouldn't you love to get a call from a BNI member for business? Yeah, that's outside your chapter. You know, putting it the other way. Uh, it probably so leads us to the conversation that we might be having um, <laughs> over this podcast. Oh, it's actually a good, so. a good entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, this is this is all over the place today, Trudy. So that's our <laughs> um, <laughs> So Trudy, you're a founding member of your chapter BNI Presidential. Been there 14 years. Mm -hmm. So congratulations, long-term member. Um, how did you find out about BNI? When and where? Yeah, so I, one of my clients, uh, said, "Oh, the networking group was really, really vague about it." But you know, he's a client, so of course, I'm, I'm going to attend to something that my client has invited me to. And at that at that stage, there was only, uh, I think there was four or five of us. And I was the only only female. <laughs> uh, and we were just meeting for coffee. And then we were just having conversations about B and I. Um, back in the day, things were a little bit different uh, because we 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 started meeting in the August and we kicked off in the end of January, February, when we formally became a chapter. So um it took us some time because we're talking you know, 14 and a half years ago now. So Yeah, yeah. And what part of Sydney is uh BNI presidential located? Uh we're lower North Shore. Lower North Shore. Okay. So yeah. who's your uh executive director? So Wendy Lloyd Curley. It's Wendy. Yes. Wendy. We, we may we may have uh, that may have came up for the region. So I'm proud I can hold that flag. Uh, you know, we we welcome anybody to come to our chapter because there's, you know, especially when chapters are going over time, you know, we've got currently we've got 45 members and they uh, you know, some chapters go, well, we we finish at quarter to nine or nine, and I'm like, no, no, like you can finish at 8.30. Like, yeah, come to our chapter and you'll see how it gets done. <laughs> yeah. And um, what was the catalyst of wanting, wanting you to get into B&I? Um, I just started my business uh, formally, when I say formally, meaning that I was, in, um, I was starting to employ people. Um, previously, it was just just me, old me, just doing bookkeeping, yeah. and then my motivation for the business was to is to grow it. And I thought, B and let's go with B and I. I think it's a not only will it give me some structure in my sales thinking, but it'll also allow me to broaden my network in in the area as well. So I really like this because we get a lot of bookkeepers join B and I who are single person entities. They fill their they fill their book. Fill mm -hmm. their time, they don't want to scale, and they all of a sudden they get 
they don't, they, yeah, they get overwhelmed and they do the referrals and actually drop out of B&I because they've got all the clients they need. But you were the other way. You were, uh, you were a single entity and you used B&I because you wanted to scale your business. You used B&I as, as, a, as a vehicle to help scale your business and bring in the extra clients so you could actually put people on and scale what you're doing. That's right. So it, the, the whole intent of BNI was to grow the business um, over time. It was a long-term plan. I always say if you're if you're a hunter coming into BNI, it's not going to work for you. You you really need to work. You know, just trust those people because you'll probably use them as well. Um, but yes, it was formally just to grow the business. And um, I'll give you the I'll give you a little bit of a. a story over the years that I've been at BNI uh, because we are now the largest independent bookkeeping firm in Australia. Wow. And, it's, wow. and it's off the back of BNI. So oh, so so um tell us this, what's the scale? How many how many bookkeepers? Yeah, so I currently have 40 46 employees, I think it is. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's Crazy, crazy stuff, right? And seriously, thanks to BNI. So I, so let me just give you a little bit of background to it. Um, so we've got BNI Presidential. We had what we called a sister chapter um, that met on the Wednesdays. We met on the Fridays. We used to do a lot of uh, subbing for each other. I knew the president. I was president of Presidential then, and I actually also used to sub, but also help support the president in the other chapter. Um, she basically invited me to a lunch and also in, uh, and invited my competitor, um, but also introduced her to BNI. Now, I'm a big believer of, because some people get really sort of narky about inviting their competitor in the same industry to a BNI meeting or, um, you know, why would you do that? Where's your loyalty? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I'm like, guys, allow your competitor to come in and be introduced and open your eyes to your competitor because in some cases, we find that, especially tradies, where they're small operators, the overflow of work, they can refer to, you know, to other tradies and help deliver to the clients. Anyway, I'm going to collaboration, that. not competition. Right. That's yeah. exactly right. Exactly. And you can trust that other tradie because they're another BNI member and they're not going to be wanting to do a, a terrible job because they'll never get a referred business again. And it just goes widespread within the BNI community, right? So you're always going to go that extra mile to help your BNI, your fellow BNI member. Um, anyway, so so I, I met my competitor and that was um like I'm going to say about 10 years ago that I, I met her. Anyway, um, back in 2019, she called me and I'm like, oh, this is quite interesting. After all these years, us meeting, um, you know, over a meal, being direct competitors, she came to me and said, I need to sell my business. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> now, and she's like, why are you coming to me? She said, well, um, it's because you have the same work ethic uh, 
morals around your delivery of bookkeeping and at that stage we both had about 15 people in our in our company and I was like okay well uh yeah right that was that was in April May December 2019 I purchased purchased the business for seven figures that's the largest bookkeeping transaction that ever (laughs) happened in Australia so you can imagine the the enormity and the size of oh, overnight, sure. literally, what business wow. I can, right? Crazy, crazy stuff. So yeah. I'm a great believer in invite other people that you might already have categories in your chapter, but be open to to bringing them in as a education piece for them. You know, they may not know BNI. You can introduce them to another chapter. You can sponsor them. Um, be open to that. And you just never know because there might be an acquisition or a purchase somewhere yeah. in the mix. If you're looking to grow your business, it might be easier to acquire and just throw on top <laughs> um, all those numbers and all those extra you know, employees, and especially in today when you're short of resources, right? An acquisition yeah. can be much easier to build your team out, uh, you know, for resources. And it's also about um, a couple of things, not saying no. Like just keep saying yes. Mm. Keep saying yes to things because you don't know where the next opportunity is going to come from. Yeah. And I love what you said about opening your eyes to your competitors. Like stop treating other people, other human beings, like we're in this race against them. Yeah. We're actually not. If we're in the same space, we're all helping clients. We're all wanting to do great work. We all want to be seen as people who are doing great work and bringing value. Mm-hmm. So you've created a trusted relationship because someone put the two of you in a room together and both of you were open to seeing each other as human beings wanting yeah. to do the same things in the world. Absolutely. Really? So no. Can you- there's, yes. there's plenty of business for everyone, right? Still, yeah, seriously. There is. And seriously enough, that she she was my direct competitor, and we've never competed on a on work together. We've never tended for work together. We've never when I saw you know her client list, I'd never even heard of them, knowing them anything. So you can imagine when we put them together, it was like we'd never approached these people before. So yeah, I, I just be open to it. And I the other thing I also think if if a member is feeling threatened by a competitor walking into the room, they've got a problem with their members. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. If you're worried about a competitor walking in that room, taking business from you, yeah. you've got a problem with the relationships in that room. Yeah. yeah. And how are you How are you walking around in business when there's competitors everywhere? Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you, you just need to hold your own and, and hold that space. And it's really important that we understand the privilege that it is to be in that space called a B&I chapter. Absolutely. And one of the um, things I see in chapters when someone sees a competitor walk in the room um, and they might just be coming to have a look at a B&I meeting to see what it's like. They might yeah. have been sent to a BN, to a showcase chapter to to find out how a meeting runs so they can possibly start a new one. Yeah, you know, usually their competitor in the room, if they if they if they haven't got an abundance mentality, usually mm-hmm. they'll make a beeline to them, and the first thing they'll say is, "You can't join here." Yeah, yeah. which is the most which is the most <laughs> short sighted thing to do. And I see, I still see it now. I see members actually, even if they think there's a there's a slight category 
conflict. It's like category conflict and they might be, you know, they've got a scarcity mentality. Yeah. And the first thing they do is they get to that person and yeah. and really just put them off. They put them off that group. You know, if you've got yeah. those people in your group, top tip here, you got to control them. you got to get on top of them and say, dude or lady, just... <laughs> Yeah, lady dude. Okay. <laughs> lady dude. You, you don't do that. One, one um, thing I... Don't do that. You, yeah, you just got to get on top of them and say, listen, you, you're not doing this for the greater good. They, yeah. you know, they're not going to take business off you. So one thing I do do with um, if there's a conflict of category um, is I actually will call my member and just give them heads up before the meeting. I'll just yeah. go, you know, I'm bringing another accountant in um, and it's more around them just understanding what BNI is all about. They're looking to uh, join a chapter, which is in a different, completely different region, but we thought presidential is a showcase chapter. Why not introduce them to, you know, how our chapter has been going for some time, what, yeah. it, what it's like. Yeah. And, and also one of the things that I do, um, Trudy, because I'm, I'm lucky enough to assist with the launch chapters is I will say to someone who's, for example, the mortgage broker who's in the launch chapter, give this person a call, they're the mortgage broker, and then ask them if, uh, if it's okay that you come as their visitor because you're wanting to look at it, you're wanting to join a launch chapter. So what it does is it gives the mortgage broker who's in the chapter a visitor, which they're really grateful for, and it also says to that uh, member in the launch chapter, you need to get really comfortable with approaching and understanding the collaboration mentality that we have in BNI. You need yeah. to cross the hurdle now. You need to put your hand out and say, we're going to be part of the same organisation. Can I, would you give me some mentoring? Maybe we can work together. You know, can we have a one-to-one -one and get that kicked off straight away? And it just helps people hit the ground running. And so interesting enough, um, We've got, we've got a team of lawyers in our chapter. Now, you yeah. know, our lawyers specialise in different things, but we actually had a, a, a lawyer that sort of crossed over with one of the other lawyers and, of course, he approached me and said, uh, I think there's a crossover with what we deliver as lawyers. And I said, let's just be very clear. What is your category and what is this category? Because there wouldn't have been an acceptance of two categories in this chapter, right. firstly, right? And then I said, you know what the best thing would be to do? Why don't you have a catch up and see what are the gaps and how you can work together? Yeah. Well, seriously, only on Tuesday did I get an email saying thank you so much because we are now referring business to each other and we're working together on some cases. I went, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing change. how this abundancy mentality works. It's yeah. But seeing seeing your competitor as a human being that's on in the same space, yeah. you know, taking that competition out of it. How can we work together? How can we help more people by filling up those gaps? Just a, I cup, love of it, really. Just a cup of coffee. That's all it took. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> all right. So, um, Trudy, just one uh, couple of things I wanted to hit on because this has been a great chat. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> We, we don't want to make it as long as Ivan Meissner's podcast that we have. <laughs> um, so uh, being a founding member, uh, and we've got some people where we recommend listening to this podcast in startup groups. So mm -hmm. being a founding member in a startup, what are some of the benefits you got out of being a founding member of that BNI presidential? Oh, yeah, good question, because a lot of people see our chapter and they go, I want to just join your chapter because there's lots of people in it. 
I'm like, not necessarily, guys, because if you're in a, a part of a startup chapter, it means then you're part of the founding group that will lead the culture of that group. Yeah. Right? Shape it. Shape it. And also, if you're um, going into a large chapter, it's actually quite difficult to get around to all those chapter members. You know, you're one person meeting 50 much easier if you're part of a founding that you can, you know, help mould that chapter, but also you'll get to know every single person over time that joined that chapter. Much yeah. easier, I think. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Great tip there. Um, we ask all our guests, Trudy, what would you what would be your number one tip to give a member for success within BNI? Be consistent with your participation. You know, Ooh, the, like the, the track and be consistent. And, 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 you know, if you're a new a new member, of course, lots of one-to-ones and, and um, CEU, uh, education units, um, excel in that whilst you try and build those relationships. Um, but consistency, that's all it is. Be consistent in all areas of your participation. Now, Trudy, a lot of people would ask, and I, I didn't have this question down, but you've made me think of it right now. A lot of people will ask for you with a staff of 47, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say, oh, where do you find the time for BNI? So can you explain how you integrate BNI into your business? Uh, so or, or can you? <laughs> yeah, no. So BNI is one of my priorities because it falls into sales as well as me giving time back to BNI because how much it gives me. So I, when I do my month-end close of business and my thank you for close business. I do it at the end of the month when we've done the bulk of the invoicing. When accounts tell me they're finished invoicing for the month, I go through. And when I see the net result against, you know, what my whole business, why wouldn't I give it, make make it priority of time? And I... It, it, I still believe in giver's gain. The more you, the more you give, it only comes back. So if you take your foot off that pedal, don't expect anything back. <laughs> Fantastic, great answer. Hey, we give all our guests an opportunity to do the weekly presentation. You're no exception. So, Trudy, are you ready to go? Good to go. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, I'm Trudy from the Americate Bookkeeping. We've got a team of bookkeepers across Sydney. We look after all your day-to-day accounts, including chasing debtors. Painful. So if if you know of a company that is struggling to get their uh, trade debtors in, people that owe their money, give me a call, Trudy at New Americate. Great work. And Trudy, the best place to connect with you. My email address is trudy at numeric8.com.au. You'll find it in the BNI Connect. Find me, Trudy with an I, yep, as in yellow, indigo, Peter. And you will find me on BNI Connect, my phone number and email. Yes, I've done that a few times with my Yes, friend. I know. I have to always <laughs> say when I'm pronouncing BNI, I always have to say Bravo November India. So you don't understand me. <laughs> uh, uh, Trudy, uh, Trudy what a, sorry, just a, sorry, um, 
Oh, no, I just, uh, I, I just wish we had longer with the podcast. I know that we don't because, you know, not everyone sits there and listens to B&I podcast all day long. But this, the, if you don't have one-to-ones with members, you will never, ever find out what they know. And these podcasts are really just one-to-ones that mm-hmm. we get to share with the community. So make time for these podcasts. Like make time for the Ivan podcast. These are, and you know, our, our Australian story ones. They're our Australian members sharing their stories and their relative, and they're 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 honest, and they're not all you know. It's not all about the the win. There's some challenges along the way. And um, Trudy, I'm just so grateful. You've you know you've inspired me today. There's a lot of things that I love about BNI, and just seeing you reminds me of um, what success in BNI looks like. So off the back of that, this is like a one-to-one. So any bookkeepers out there in other chapters, reach out and have a one-to-one with me because right at the very beginning, what Brent said is bookkeepers block it, you know, fill up their time and then they're there for literally a year because there's so much work out there for us that Mm. then, then they leave. Now, that's just a waste of time and money on, on, on both sides of the equation there. So come yeah. and have a one-to-one with me, call out, email me, we'll book a time. I'm happy to do so. Trudy, I'm Thanks. so glad we caught up. You are a great BNI success story and you are a superstar. So uh, thank you very much for joining us today on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate Thanks. being on. Thanks, Trudy. Well, I just want to say a big shout-out to Wendy as well. She's a fellow Tesla owner. Uh, I actually saw Wendy oh, in Queensland. You had to add that in, didn't you? You're I so just had to add that in because I, I saw her Model 3 and I said, do, you know, what about, does that actually get you places? And then she we had a big chat and I had to go out and get one. So, Wendy, <laughs> you and I, we're sisters from other misters. We're charging it, plugging it in every night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've actually got a serious question for you, Brent. Oh. Serious question. Now, you know, uh, a couple of months ago I was completely overwhelmed. And there was a tipping point for me where I just realised that I was in complete state of overwhelm. Yeah, for listeners, if our podcasts have been a little bit inconsistent lately, (laughs) (laughs) now he's throwing me under the bus. But I just wanted to say to you, so it's coming up to Christmas. You may not hear this until, uh, I don't know, a few weeks away because we're we're a few weeks in advance. But how do you know when you're in overwhelm and how... As a as a BNI member who often feels like they're overwhelmed and thinks, oh, you know something, I had to give BNI a miss this week because I'm I just can't cope, or it's coming up to Christmas and we're going to take more holidays than we need to because I just can't fit it in. You've been doing this for a long time. How do you firstly know that you're in overwhelm, and how do you make sure that you stay consistent with your BNI obligations, expectations, and the commitment that you made, and stay on track? looking after yourself at the same time. So it's all about, it's probably all all about prioritising things. So some people will say, oh, I'm just, I can't do this. I'm just too busy. And then in the next instance, they'll talk about a series they're taking time to watch on TV and and asking about that or uh, things like that. So it's getting your priorities um, in line and saying, okay, look back, look back. Okay, where am I getting my business? Am I getting my business from, uh, my business has been coming in from this and just take a retrospective look and say, okay, um, my business is here because I'm getting business from this pipeline. What's going to happen if I step back from this and cut off that pipeline? A few months down the track when I'm, when I've got, when my business starts running out, I've got to go back to the well and try and find somewhere else to bring it in again. 
So it's all about that management side of things and just, you know, make, making time and maybe cutting off other things um, that you may be doing that are, you know, that aren't getting you to where you need in life as well. You know, a lot of people get overwhelmed and the first thing they want to cut off is their B&I commitment. But a few months down the track, they're looking for work again. They don't realise yeah. what they're actually, you know, what they're actually cutting out. Um, and making it a part of what you do week in, week out, and not saying, I've got to put aside time for this. Our most successful members incorporate what we do into their lives. And I, I suppose if you spoke to uh, Trudy or any of our other members here today, you ask them, how many hours a week do you spend on B&I? They probably couldn't tell you. Does incorporate into their business, into their sales process. It is part of their business. And if you make BNI part of your business, look at that. My phone went off in the middle. That was my phone. It hasn't got me before. Um, so if you uh, incorporate BNI in into part of your business, it doesn't seem like it's taking you away from things. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, you should be overwhelmed by this, by this BNI thing. If it's separate from what you do, if you're incorporating it in, it is part of your business. So we do get quite a number of members um, that say to me, oh, I'm looking to leave because I'm too busy. I do get that. And I just reflect, well, we, we catch up and we have a one-to-one and say, well, in the in the years that you've been part of BNI, firstly, how much business have, have you have you?" been given from that and also how many tier two tier threes have you received from that mm. because i find the longer you're in bni the more two three four tier referrals you'll end up with so that i'm i'm always saying to them don't be complacent around bni you just don't, if I stand don't up in front of a chapter and I say, who in this room is busy? Everyone puts their hand up. Hmm. They're all busy. Everyone's yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's, I think it's, too, it's, it's how you manage it. And I think too, um, and they've been, that's been really great advice. The other thing too, for me personally, I thought about my life without being and I thought those relationships, those hmm. are the people that when I turn up and I see their faces, I think that's okay. I'm in business, but I'm not alone. And I know that I've got support anywhere I need it. And so I guess um, that question was for you, Brent, because I know that a lot of people feel the stress, especially coming up to Christmas. You feel like you're putting your own family to the side because your clients are coming first. But B&I is not a client. Um, it is your biggest client in your business, but it's way more than that. You're well, actually around people that yeah. love and support and here's you. And here's a big tip too, if you're considering that at the moment, what other benefits are you getting beside the business from being involved yeah. in this? You yeah. And the camaraderie from the other members, you're getting great advice that you wouldn't have to look for otherwise. Look back and see how you've actually saved money in your life and, and business and time. Yeah, you know, time's something you can't get back. So being connected with the right service providers, like needing something within your chapter, just as a tier one referral, needing something within your chapter, saying to a member, hey, can you organise this for me? You've saved hours shopping around trying to find a service provider who you can know and trust where they've, they've just done it for you and that you know they're going to do a good job, you know, 
percent of the time they're going to do a good job for you at the right price and you're going to get what you ask for because they've got to face you the following week at the chapter um yeah when the mortgage broker came and gave you advice on on refinancing your house how much did you save out of that without even you know using the mortgage brokers a lot of the mortgage brokers will say go back to your bank and say i can get this deal and your bank will change you on to a better deal you know, yeah, you're saving thousands of dollars a year. There's all these other benefits you're getting mm -hmm. from with outside the referrals in the business from B&I yeah. that when it becomes too overwhelming, you're missing out on all that stuff. You know, even some of the professional advice you get off some of your peers and just talking to them, doing one-to-ones and, and great ideas on how they've handled problems and pitfalls uh, that they've come across in business. This is something that you can't replace. Well, it's an important conversation that's made our podcast a little bit longer. So what was your tip for the week to finish us off today? <laughs> um, yeah, well, we spoke about this yesterday and this was uh, something when we talked about with inviting. So obviously inviting is very important because we, we, we're going to have natural attrition in our chapters for people who, who leave for their own reasons, not because we've been, you know, we're, we're no good, but uh, for their own particular reasons in the chapter. So we've got to keep on inviting. So one, one of the phrases when inviting, this is a great tip. Start with this phrase, okay? Do you have anything booked in next week? Insert your chapter time and, and insert your chapter meeting time. Just ask that question, yes or no? Okay. Let's do a little bit of a role play like we did yesterday. Okay, you go. Okay. So say we're meeting at your, um, your chapter meeting, Veronica. Um, Veronica, do you have anything booked next week at 7 a.m. on Friday? No, I don't. Oh, great. Um, well, you're really great at what you do, and I'd like you to be my guest so I can introduce you to some of my business colleagues. Would this uh, sound good to you? Oh, I'd be really interested in meeting people that might be able to use my services. Excellent. Uh, can I have your contact details so I can send you an invite? No problem. Here's my card. So did I say anything about B&I networking? No. And I, and I also love the fact that you said I'm really good at what I do because people want to know that you're inviting them because they are good at what they do, not because you're going to try and sell them something. And the first thing I asked, were you available? Yeah. And once you've said I mean, yes, you can't go back and say, oh, actually. <laughs> well, you'd lose a bit of credibility if you said, oh, no, actually, I've got something booked. Yes, you're and right. You're, and if anyone says that to you, I just smartly say, well, uh, yeah, I probably don't want to introduce you anymore because you've just been dishonest. Yeah, and you can't manage your diary. So, <laughs> <laughs> so basically right. have nice natural conversations with people and keep inviting. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Uh, Steve has been with us on this podcast. Always and very smiling. patient today. Thank you. Very patient. <laughs> and thanks so much, everyone, for supporting us. Uh, we are BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, and we'll see you all we'll be here listening to you, and you're listening to us, same time next week.